What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So it's been kind of a bizarre week, you know, in the news. We started on Monday shooting down balloons that the Pentagon said may have been aliens. Okay, I don't know where you go from there. Well, some people have found a place to go from there to make this week even more bizarre. We go there in 60 seconds. Weather's warming up, unless you're in Texas. I don't understand the weather. I've lived here for 10 years, I still don't understand it. Yesterday, it was like 70 and a little bit muggy, and today I think it's four. Anyway, uh, as the weather warms up, we start to go outside and do things. You want your house to have that spring clean, spring fresh feel to it. And with everything as expensive as it is, you want something that you can really spend the minimal amount and make the biggest impact, and that's window treatments. Go to blinds.com right now. They have design consultants that have you covered. They can help you pick what's right for your home when there's just too many choices. They don't need to come to your house three or four times and measure and then give you a quote, and you're like, good heaven, what? That's not the way it works at blinds.com. That's why they have 40,000 five-star reviews. It's obvious when you see how their window treatments can give your home a whole new look. They'll help you with measuring, installation, all of it. Shop blinds.com and save 45% site-wide. That's up to 45% off everything right now at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right. So, Stu, I'd like to go through a couple of things with you just to see if, you know, the week could get even more bizarre. (laughs) Uh, let's, uh, let's start with uh, cut seven, please. This is some shocking stats, stats on young heart attacks on CBS. Uh, heart attack deaths have become more common across all age groups since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. But a recent study found that young people are actually most at risk in this case. According to Cedars-Sinai Hospital, the number of heart attack deaths among 25 to 44 year olds in the U.S. over the first two years of the pandemic was 30 percent higher than predicted. And that really is quite striking. That's not a group, an age group in which you normally see heart attacks, much less dying from a heart attack. Do we know why the why younger people might be more at risk or? We don't know for sure. What we do know, however, is that younger people were less likely to protect themselves against COVID than older people, less likely to mask, less likely to take other mitigation measures. And they were also farther back in line to get vaccinated. So they Uh, were not protected with vaccination until later in the pandemic. mm -hmm. Those might have been a factor here. Mm -hmm. Now, let me because I'm a doctor. Stu, I know you have a lot to say here, but Mm -hmm. uh, pipe down. Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm a doctor, man. You are. Doctor. You are of the so humanities, the entire human body. The entire human body. That's the way I understand it. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, I'm working on a carpal tunnel syndrome. If you have a problem with those, you have a new study syndromes. Mm-hmm. Nope, just going to do some experimental stuff. Uh, <laughs> you don't have anyway. A, we'll we'll get into that later. Uh, science, man. Mm-hmm. Science. Okay, so let me see if I have this right. There was an uptick in heart attacks in people that shouldn't usually have heart attacks and Mm -hmm. deaths, 30% increase. Um, 
And the deal is, is that they didn't get the injection soon enough. Mm -hmm. Uh And then when they did get the injection, it was like the, you know, the leftover stuff. So it's like, Stu, you're not going to understand this, but Mm -hmm. science. Mm -hmm. Um, What people don't know is like the vaccine. This is why you wanted to be the first to be vaccinated. You wouldn't have had a heart attack if you would have had the first Mm -hmm. because vaccines a little like orange juice. Ooh. And if you're not shaking it all the time, mm-hmm. that pulp, that stuff just filters down at the bottom. And so when you're filling up a syringe, they got too much va- vaccine pulp. And that can clog, that shoots right to the heart and can mm. cause a heart attack. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you seem almost a tad skeptical of the information. Of the information being, of the information being yeah. given? Yeah, mm-hmm. No, I just told you about the pulp. But you did tell me about the pulp. Yeah. And as a doctor, I have to take that very seriously. Right. Of course you do. I would point out, and this is just, uh, I know that, you know. You're going to argue with I, I understand, I think, at the underlying point of playing that video. Um, however, <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. it's a two-year period. Mm-hmm. For one and a half years, almost no young people got vaccinated at all. So, I mean, it would be pretty easy to suss this out in the report, you'd think, right? If, if there was a sh- sudden shooting up at... Let's say May, August, June, August of 2021, and there was nothing before that. Then you would say it was sure. vaccine related, but this is a two-year period, and they're saying it's up 30 percent over the two years. Mm. So, is it your claim that it's all in the second half of 2021? Is that I, why you're my so, as a doctor? Is, as, as a, a doctor, doctor, I am telling you, uh-huh. pulp. pulp. End okay, pulp. of story. You pulped it. Pulp. Just pulp. Don't My pulp your gosh. vaccines, guys. You got to shake them up before you get them. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Why don't we? Oh, here's one that made the. Remember, we mm-hmm. started with aliens. That it seemed like that doesn't usually happen. Right. Right. We don't. Okay. It's not typical. That right. We start not shows with it's aliens like the hardest tax caused by pulp. By pulp. That doesn't usually happen. Usually not. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one. Uh, let's go to cut eight, please. This is the binary, uh, the uh, binary guy, the non-binary, non-binary okay. guy that was oh. doing the devil worshiper stuff. Uh, Sam, Sam Smith. Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on the BBC in an interview. Here's what he said. No, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to be a fish, fish of them. What, like a fly fisherman? I'd, I'd be, a, I'd be any type of fish of them. I think I would like to. One day, I'd just like to end my days fishing. I do it on the sea and I do it in the lakes. I've never done it alone. So cool. Someone's always taught mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody said, uh, did you say fly fisher them? You're, you're, you're not trying to be a, a oh, fly that- fisherman. He's not a fly fisherman. He's a fly fisher them. Is that what he said? It That's a what weird, he said. It was a, I couldn't yeah. tell what his pronunciation. I thought it was maybe uh, the accent. Uh, fly, fly, fly fisher them. Fisher them. So if you want to be a fisherman, you better oh be out. God. You better be out on that crab boat and getting the pronouns right. Mm. Okay? You better, seriously. Those Alaskan fishermen, they do not mess around with their pronouns. I'm a fisher them. Okay? Remember, it's pulp. Pulp, pulp is what did mm-hmm. it. <laughs> now, here is here is an interview with Chris Cuomo, ah. who apparently is still around, uh, and mm. uh, he was doing he was doing an interview on Anthony Scarmucci's p- podcast, which the Mooch, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. So, to, and he's still around, too, that you're saying. He's still around. That's your claim. Well, he's been, I mean, getting on, getting booked on Scarmucci's podcast. Which, so, it, so it wasn't the Mooch going on Cuomo's show. No. It was the opposite. It, it was, was Cuomo, Cuomo going, going on the Mooch's show. show. Got it. So they both have a show now. That's really exciting. It's exciting yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, here he is about his firing. Accepted. I had to accept because I was going to kill everybody. Uh, including myself. Things can consume you. Italians are so passionate. And mm, I really had to fight against Italians. them because, you know, just like you did, I got too many people counting on me. Ow. So did he say, <laughs> honestly, that he was going to kill everyone and himself? <laughs> it sounds like maybe the type of thing you find in a note, uh, <laughs> typically. You know, or someone mm-hmm. that shouldn't be around people. Right. You know, I know Chris Cuomo would support that he should not be able to purchase a firearm after that statement. Uh, yeah, well, uh, he, or even we before that, that statement, yeah, really. I would think he's that. had multiple outbursts. Now, is it possible he's saying, you know, he's going to blow up everyone's career, you know, because he was threatening no, to. He said kill and then kill himself. Right. But like, you know, if I, you know, you're killing the guy when you if you were going out and you're hammering it, you might like use that as a turn of phrase. Oh, are you being paid by Soros? Are you thinking about <laughs> going just, into a prosecution? I didn't hear the full time? context. That's why I'm worried. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, he said I want to. I, I was just so I mean, low, and I get so passionate. I was going to kill, kill everybody, everyone. and it and does then seem myself. like he, he's threatened to kill people, or at least beat up people before. Yes, that, if I remember from certain well, incidents. Well, he's Italian. You and know. he also and Italians do that all the time. Yeah, that's kind of uh, uh, stereotypical. A stereotypical no, thing to say. Well, you're not married to it. I'm married to an Italian. Yes, I am oh, a part Italian. Uh, are you? Myself, well, so. I'm 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 not Italian at all. Okay, but mm-hmm. I'm like World War Two. I'm German and I married an Italian. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so violence we got yeah, we got it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, what mm-hmm. I learned from being around <laughs> her 100% Italian family mm-hmm. is. Oh, they kill people all the time. Really? It's like the Godfather. Well, they're so you know? passionate. You, know, you, you step can't. out of line on Second Communion, horse head in your bed. Uh-huh. Okay? They're so passionate. Like, it, they're passionate. That's all it is, it, is passion. It's just when you get passionate, you, you wind up murdering some people. <laughs> That's just what happens. <laughs> That's you know? really what he's saying here. Very strange. It's really what he's saying. And he's, he wants you to know it's not his fault. It's his heritage. It's his heritage. It's, it's just, just all Italians. All Italians are the same. They right. just all want to murder everyone wow. around them and themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Chris. Okay. So uh, let's see. We have something. I think this is almost as bizarre as the Pentagon saying, I don't know, it could be aliens. This is Elon Musk at the... The world, what is it? The, <laughs> the world government summit. government summit. And the, to to describe the scene, if you remember the Apple commercial from the Super Bowl in like 1984, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. It with, is, with the exception of uh, everyone looks like they might be from Saudi Arabia in yes. the crowd. It looks yes. exactly like that. You know, when does it bother anybody that all these world global government summit things? All happen like in Dubai where nobody has any rights. <laughs> That's interesting. I <laughs> yeah. wonder if there's something to do yeah. that. Yeah. Could it be a where reason? if you uh, default on your loan for your car, I believe it's execution. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if they should be the ones heading up the global summits. Right. You know? uh, but here he is in front of the uh, global government summit uh, via a giant screen. 
I know this is called the World Government Summit, um, but um, I think we should be maybe a little bit concerned about uh, actually becoming too much of a single world government. Um, if, if I may say that we want to avoid creating a civilizational risk by having, um, frankly, this may sound a little odd, too much cooperation between governments. Um, you know, if you know, if you look at say the, at history and the rise and fall of civilizations, um, the, the really all throughout history civilizations have risen and fallen. But it hasn't meant the doom of humanity as a whole because there've been there've been all these separate civilizations that were separated by great distances. So I think we want to be a little bit cautious about uh, being too much of a world of a single. Uh, civilization because if we are too much of a single civilization then if, if we if the whole the whole thing may collapse mm. and then a woman came down the aisle and threw a giant hammer into the screen <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's totally right there that's a yeah, really he's, he's couching it i mean it's yeah. more than i expected from elon musk i i like elon musk a yeah. lot but i also don't want him making governmental decisions you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I'm not quite sure he's all in. Yeah, the, the, on the we don't want to be too much of a one world government. Right. Isn't the way I would phrase it. <laughs> it's not right. the way I would. He is couching it a bit in a way that makes me still uncomfortable. Like you know, maybe the vending machines should be independent of right. the world government. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? Yeah, it's a, it's he. I mean, he's also trying to communicate to an audience who is yes. much, very much in favor of this. So yes. he's trying to, I think, communicate a message that's disagreeing with them right. in a way that they might consider. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, he's, and he's right. I mean, this is why the federalist system yeah. is supposed to be the way we work. Because if one state goes down, that's fine. We can all gather together and help that one state. But if the if all the power is in Washington and that goes down, you've got nothing and you want there going to be errors and things that we grow out of. You want to make sure that somebody is doing something that you think, well, that seems a little crazy. Let me ask you this. If the Californian, you know, uh, lifestyle of spend and spend and spend and and uh, big government health care and all that. If that actually worked and was saving money and saving lives, would you have a problem with universal health care? I got to tell you, I would on principle, but it would be hard to argue if it was saving money and saving lives. And it was actually good. I mean, I'm talking about a utopian. It's not going to happen. Right. But if it actually worked... It would be a more difficult argument, certainly. Absolutely. Uh, because, you know, of course you want to help people. But I, I find this argument about uh, school choice a lot where, you know, we, should you be able to homeschool? And, of course, the left doesn't want that to happen at all. They, they, you know, they would like that to go away completely. And one of the arguments, I think, in intelligent fashion that you make in favor of private schools or homeschooling is that it's better and more effective. And I, it's true. Every piece of data we have shows that it is, Right. That's a true argument. It's at then some homeschooling. Yeah, that homeschooling and private schools are better than public schools. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The performance of the kids are better. They yeah, they yeah. they do better in school. They they learn faster. They yes. they perform better. Every measure shows the same thing. It's also though sort of not the point. If you are if it was worse, 
parents should still be able to choose to school to school to do homeschooling. I'm not talking about universal exclusive of anything. You still have to have a choice. Right. You have to have to have to have a choice. And and I would have absolutely we'd be foolish not to look and say what is working there, what isn't working there. Should we adjust our system? It's it's an experiment. Each state's supposed to be a lab. That's trying their own things because they all come looking at it in a different way. And that experiment is to make us stronger, not to make us weaker. You need the diversity. You need the diversity of thought. If you're not allowed to say, I don't think that's right. Have we tried it this way? If you're not allowed to question, you're never going to make any progress. Progressivism is is the way to make sure no progress is ever made after a certain point because you can't question well that that's how you grow back in just a minute what are you doing today to make sure that money you've worked hard for to earn over the years doesn't lose its value the people that are driving the great reset are doing everything in their considerable power to make sure that that is exactly what happens. By the way, if these guys didn't have some sort of clout, some sort of power and influence, do you really think that Elon Musk would waste his time trying to talk these people off the ledge of global government? No, of course not. The things that these people are doing in the privacy of their own conventions is devaluing everything you have worked for. Right now, I want you to call Goldline. Goldline is the hedge against insanity. I used to say hedge against inflation, and it is. Gold's going up, inflation's going up. But it's also against insanity, the world going crazy. If the uh, people that have predicted here recently, some really big names have predicted recently, that you're looking at maybe $4,000 an ounce for gold, That means the world is at war. You don't want to even imagine that kind of a a scenario. Gold will be really hard to trade with. Silver is the answer at that point. Right now, uh, Goldline is giving away a quarter ounce gold Mayflower round with every box of silver Mayflower, uh, Mayflower rounds purchased. I would get silver. I'd have some gold. But I'd also have some silver just in case. No number on the limit eligible. So uh, go get your free gold now. You're not going to find free gold promotions anywhere else. Goldline, take advantage of this special now before they sell out at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I got to tell you, um, Ron DeSantis just doesn't stop. Last week, he went after ESG stronger than anyone in any state has gone after ESG. And I wish more states would pick up his kind of legislation and pass it in their own states. Florida will end up being the healthiest state in the union. I'm convinced of it. Well, he now has just uh, authorized and signed SB6B transportation of inspected unauthorized aliens. This authorizes him to spend money. Well, let me read it to you. 
The federal government has failed to secure the nation's borders and has allowed a surge of inspected unauthorized aliens to enter the United States. Uh, the consequences increase crime, uh, cl- crime, diminished economic opportunities and wages for American workers and burdens on education, health care system. This legislation finds the federal government has proven itself unwilling to address this crisis. So to mitigate that crisis, this authorizes him to load planes up of unauthorized aliens and ship them to sanctuary cities. Uh, by the way. If you think that's just so horrible, you should talk to the mayor of New York because he's shipping them to Montreal. Montreal sending him to Santa, I think. I don't know. By the way, San Francisco is reconsidering their uh, sanctuary city status in an amazing move. We'll give you more on this and what, what the miracle that I think is happening in Kentucky in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, the line's been drawn in the sand for quite a while now, and that line isn't between Democrat and Republican or conservative and liberal, really. It is about Americanism and Marxism and leftism, plain and simple, globalists and authoritarianism. One of the best ways to fight against leftism is to support businesses that hold to the same values that you do. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, is now offering service with all three major networks, which means if you're with one of the big three and you like their service, but you hate your, they hate their values, you can access them through Patriot Mobile. This comes with a performance guarantee. You're not happy with your coverage. You can switch anytime free to one of the big major carriers. Patriot Mobile, they share your values. They won't send your hard-earned money in aid to the destruction of America. And they have a great service, and it will be less expensive. Save money. Do the right thing. Switch right now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They'll make it really easy. 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Never been a more important time to join Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. just me or railroad officials are they notoriously the villains uh last night in ohio they didn't show up for the meeting with the town because they were afraid things might get out of hand wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute to go into the town that you just destroyed because you think they might be mad oh yeah that well that's the way to calm things down is to uh, uh dismiss them and then call them what killers unbelievable um also, last night, I did a special on China, and I talked about a, um, a book that had come out and had been translated to, into English in 99, and it was about the plan to destroy America from the Chinese perspective without ever firing a bullet. And we went through it last night, and it is mind-boggling. Everything is being done. Fentanyl on the border? Part of the plan. 
it's it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. You can get all of the research from last night's show just by signing up for my free email newsletter at Glenn. Do that now. You'll get it today. Sign up for the newsletter at glennbeck.com. All right. I told you at the beginning of the hour, it's been a bizarre week. It started with the president and the Pentagon going, I don't know. Maybe those were those balloons were aliens. What? I'm going to give you some shocking news. There is a college in Kentucky that has a weekly chapel service. I know, right? I know that's weird enough, but it goes further than that. On February 8th, there was a morning service and there was an altar call. Just come on down if you want to get prayed on. And there was just a couple dozen students there that they were gathering. It's been going on now since February 8th, 24 hours a day. And people are coming from all over the country. It's miraculous. Allison Perfader is with us now. She is with uh, the she's actually the student body president at Ashbury University. Hello, uh, uh, Allison. How are you? Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. I think this is, I mean, this uh, almost brings tears to my eyes. This is such a miraculous thing that's going on. Tell yeah. us about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like you said, it's miraculous. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard of Wilmore, Kentucky, but we have one street <laughs> and we call it downtown. <laughs> and so when the whole world is watching us, you have to wonder what is God doing here? Because there's nothing about here that people want to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so this started on February 8th. It wasn't planned, right? It just Correct. <laughs> just started. And then how, how did other people, I mean, that's a small town. How, how, how did it go on for even just the first 24 hours? What was yeah, happening? Yeah, um, it's like you said, uh, February 8th, we had our our regular chapel, and then uh, a couple students didn't leave, and then a couple students heard that a couple students didn't leave, and then um, President Brown came over, and I came over to see what was happening, and and, and I, I, I can just say that Holy Spirit was was so present there, you could almost see it. And we were just going, wow, what is going on? And then our surrounding communities heard about it. And obviously social media played a huge role in in spreading the word. And we've had friends now from Brazil and Indonesia. And I mean, everybody everybody wants in on it. <laughs> I had to tell you, I want to take my family. Um, this is... Yes. This is um, this is something that I I really respect. Um, the fact that you didn't push this out on social media, you you are you're not hyping this. You're kind of a reluctant group to make a big deal out of this. Just is happening organically, and you don't want it to be a circus, right? Right. right. Yeah, and especially because I, I think something that Asbury and a lot of universities, and honestly, just my generation struggles with is is pride. And what we've seen here is just such a radical humility that students are standing up and, and confessing things that have been done to them or that they've done. And, and they're opening their hearts up to not only the presence of God, but to each other. And that is a very intimate thing. And so there are some mixed feelings about it, it becoming global. And it's obviously amazing and it's great, but, but there is that, that core of honesty that, that we're still holding on to. Well, I bet you that there were a lot of people at the Sermon on the Mount that 
thought, I, I don't, this shouldn't go global. In fact, I know it shouldn't go to the Gentiles. Um, and uh, I, just, I just think this is remarkable. So there's no speakers or anything going on, right? It's just people right. gathering to pray. Yeah, it's, um, there's, there's been a couple people just kind of facilitating it, you know, keeping everyone safe and also guiding the conversation, making sure that we're setting up healthy, healthy boundaries for what we're talking about um, with big groups of people. But no, beyond that, I mean, it, like, it's unfathomable. Imagine students just bringing mattresses into an old wooden auditorium and spending the night there. It's crazy. And it's, it's truly, it's supernatural. This, I mean, think of the opposite of Occupy Wall Street. Remember how horrible that the, the conditions became and everything else. And look what's happening here. Um, do you, when you say the thing we want a safe space for the things we're talking about, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's just an intimacy um, when a body of believers is together because you know, your self-consciousness kind of falls off and your pride kind of falls off and, and that should be protected. Um, and, and just, just, well, I mean, we've had women here who, who have gotten help leaving an abusive relationship, for example. And that's something that, you know, isn't to be displayed or promoted. Right. Yeah. Um, that's just genuine life is hard and God is good kind of a, kind of a situation. And, um, yeah, yeah. So do you think that, I mean, I know you're still in it, so it's hard to process, but do you think this is, this is uh, a thing where the spirit is pouring out for a renewal of faith, calling out for a renewal of faith? Is it a thing because there's so much darkness in the world? What, what do you, or is it just a personal thing and everyone approaches it differently? I think it's all of those things. And I think, you know, I remember um, my freshman year was when COVID hit and our community was totally divided. Um, and I remember we would just say like, oh, how could this get any worse? And now there are thousands of people here and we're just all um, together and we're, it's just the opposite. And so now we're saying like, oh, how could this get any better? And I think all this, those things you said are true. I think um, that we're hungry and desperate for community and I, and for God. Um, and I think that that is different for everyone. I mean, there's people coming for physical healing, for uh, freedom from anxiety and depression. And um, the Holy Spirit is for everyone. Um, and he's very busy. I'll, I'll say that. He's very busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially now. Especially now. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. And uh, and please thank the people in your town for creating the atmosphere where the spirit could dwell. Um, mm -hmm. And especially your university. Um, right. I, I've not heard of your university before, but I am going to look into your university <laughs> now. I, I just... It takes um, it takes a very different place for this to happen in today's world. Yeah, on the one hand it does, and then on the other hand it just takes someone who who asks God for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think thank you for saying that, and I will pass that along, especially to to President Brown. And um, I just appreciate the chance to talk about it. Thanks, Allison. Appreciate yeah. it. That is uh, from the university called Asbury University. 
She's the student body president, Allison Perfader, about something remarkable that is happening in Kentucky today. To me, this story gives me more hope than any anti-ESG story or anything else that I am passionate about. This story is truly, to me, the biggest story of the week and may end up being one of the biggest stories of this time period. This is a really good thing. Pray for them and uh, just join them in prayer. Gather even if you're not anywhere around there. Uh, join them in prayer. You can find out more at asbury.edu. All right, back in just a minute. First, let me tell you about LifeLock, keeping your internet connected device updated. It's always a good idea. You'll get some tiny little computer virus bug that goes through a company's servers, and then you can kiss a ton of your protected data goodbye in an instant. Cyber criminals know what they're doing, and they've got sophisticated means. Did you know that China has a skyscraper, a skyscraper full of people that their only job is to hack our infrastructure? And they do it every day. That's all they do. Uh, thank God, you know, you're not getting the kind of attack that the U.S. government is giving. But there are people all over the world that are hacking anything they can. You need to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affects your life. It will affect your life in a meaningful way if you don't protect against it. And even then, even the best of the best can't stop everything. So you need to have the security measure. And then you also have to have the restoration team if you do end up having a problem. Now, I want you to call LifeLock. Find out about their service, 1-800-LIFELOCK. It's LifeLock by Norton. They're the computer virus people. Uh, save up to 25% off your first year if you use the promo code Beck at LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ah, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. I've got a, another famous, famous promise that Joe Biden keeps making, and I do not think it means what he thinks it means. Uh, play cuts uh, five, please. No one making less than four hundred thousand bucks a year, and I don't know a lot of people. I grew up and made four hundred thousand. You know will not see a penny increase in their taxes. Nazis. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe no, he's going to No, he said not C. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, not C. Two mm -hmm. words. But yeah, have you noticed he's slipping uh, even, even more? Even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm watching his uh, one interview he did last week. I don't think he had one eye open. I mean, one was open, but the other one was not well, open. How many I'm not eyes sure. do you need to have open? Well, really, only, you know? really <laughs> just, one, just one answer a question. Yeah. Um, and he's on the road now, and he's, he's just like, I don't know. I mean, it's getting bad. It's Actually, getting bad. no. Corinne Jean-Pierre said he was the best communicator in the White House. Yes. So I'm. I apologize. Which actually, well, compared to her, you can make a pretty <laughs> significant yes. case that she is. Uh, all right. So uh, he's making this same tax promise, and I would just like to ask, just like to ask, 
How does this go along with his new guideline for the IRS for a voluntary tip reporting program? Mm. It's voluntary. Voluntary. We just want you to voluntarily tell us how much you're making in tips so you could send us, you know, a percentage of that. Oh, that's going to ha- that's going to happen. Oh, it, oh yeah, yes. It's having, happen. having worked at restaurants in my life, that's so, so let me ask you, now if we have total control and we're seeing what everybody makes when you get a tip, you're going to have to uh give the government their share. And so would that be a tax increase or decrease, would you say? I would, I would say okay. that's a tax increase. But most servers do make over $400,000 a year, so well, it wouldn't apply. You're right. You're right. I mean, a lot of people don't know this. I've never revealed this, but I only make $4 an hour. The rest of it is all in tips. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So I'm, you know, my income, my reported income, I'm, I, I get money back from the government. Oh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even, you know. I'm poverty line, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. The rest of tips. That. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. But now I'm going to voluntarily you know, give that information. What person who is working for $4 or $7 an hour? It's not even less than that. I mean, when I worked, when I worked as a server, it was $2.12 an hour. That's what my dad used to pay me. Two twelve. My really? dad used to pay me two. Two. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, I mean, there was a significant amount of time in between when you were a kid and I was a working age uh, 20 or 20 year old. What are you saying there? Saying you're older than I am. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, tw- <laughs> right. you, I remember saying two twelve. Well, my dad hour. paid tips, too. You'd work. I'm your 40- father. Do it. Yeah, that right. was his big tip. <laughs> You'd work a 40 hour week in your paycheck before taxes was $80. <laughs> I was say, but of course there were tips, and all that was all the you know all the money you made basically. And you reported every dime of that. I of, I did. Yeah, but of course, of course there were others <laughs> in the establishment. But not you, not not me. Yeah. I I I, al- I always do, of yeah. course. But there were some people there that that were like, eh, eh. <laughs> you know, how much oh, did you make in tips today? People. Another eh, six dollars. Yeah, you know, and it's like really? yeah, well, you know, I don't know. Huh. I think if they look to audit you, you're going to have some problems. Is there is there a problem? Do you have a problem when you're going into stores and it's just like a store? Like, you know, I I picked up these socks. I want to buy these socks. And you pay for it. And it says, would you like to add a tip? Oh, yeah, and weird. then they're standing there looking at you like, what are you going to leave me? You're like, well, you didn't do anything except put my card through the machine, which I really could have done. Well, you probably did myself. do. I probably mm-hmm. did do. You really didn't do anything for a tip. And they just, I mean, you are so pressured now to give tips. Yeah. This is, I think, turning around. I think people have finally hit the wall on this. I've, I've heard several, like, new, you know, read news stories, heard some podcasts about this, where, like, it's not even just, like, evil conservatives who just don't like the little man. Everyone's just kind of <laughs> like, wait a minute. what What's going on here? So I Why? don't mind... I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to go out on a limb as, as a conservative. I don't mind the little man. You, know you don't. I mean? No, I don't. You're not, uh, you're I not. I mean, they're irritating. Religiously sure. opposed to no, the little man? No, but I am not necessarily yeah. opposed. I'm more neutral. What if they talk to you, though? <laughs> well, then, yeah, then it's too much. Their tip. Yeah. No, <laughs> the people who work and that's the deal with their tip. But if, yeah. if you're working a regular job, you know, uh, no, I know I'm not going to 
tip you. No, it's, it's weird. And, and you know, it, because of these little digital things that just put the button on there. Why oh, wouldn't yeah. you put the button on there? It's free money. Absolutely. Who cares? Maybe only 10% of people do it, but, I mean, it's yours, so why not? And I think it also came with the pandemic when everyone was like, we need to give our delivery people 85% tips. Oh, you ready? And I think that's where Joe this Biden went. came out this week and said, we need to give our teachers a raise. We just did! Back program. 